Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Dear Stacy, dear Shonda... Why do you play with my emotions like this? I am all worked up over season two, episode one, station 19. Seriously, there is no recovery. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz This is so appropriate, and the reason why it's so appropriate is because I feel like I'm on fire. My heart's on fire. And this episode, even though it gave us answers, it answered no question. No, it answered nothing. 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 We've been waiting, what, a year for this? Man. And you know what? I should have known, because if you're in Shondaland, there... It, it can Shonda go on forever. and Stacey, I mean, it was this was really emotional episode. It really was, and I'm all in the feels. That's why I may be talking a little crazy. <laughs> but anyways, hi guys, welcome back to Station 19. I'm Linda Entwee, and I am so blessed to have one of my favorite co-hosts with me. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Nikia Monet. I love Linda. I'm so happy to be here. Like, love the show. Love you. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> guys, so what were your overall thoughts? Angry, um, upset, emotional. This was just a lot. And then when we were watching, we were like, damn, we forgot how emotional the show can get. Because yeah. season one, we were all in the fields yeah. and very emotional. So as we were watching, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It's very confusing. Like you said, they answered everything, but not anything at all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I agree with you. I was all in my <laughs> feelings. I kept saying to you, I think I'm going to cry and I had to hold the sides of my eyes so that I don't seem like a lunatic because at home I would cry. But I I just... I got emotional. I have to tell you, I don't feel fulfilled. I feel like I don't know exactly what's going on, which is always with this show. I don't know what's going on, (laughs) even though they're answering questions. Why is that? I'm like, what just happened? It was a lot of like, what just happened? What's going on? What? Like, that's all I kept saying. I'm like, what? Huh? Yeah. Okay? What? What I did like, though, is I like the flashbacks. Yeah. So let's jump into it. So I first wanted to talk about Amayan and Andy. Mm -hmm. So we see in the flashbacks that they have really come up together and have that girl power and have each other's backs um, trained together. And then we see that Maya goes back to help Andy find Jack, right, in this whole sequence. But we also see how the bond developed over time. What did you think about that? I loved it. I love seeing, I love flashbacks. I'm a a throwback Thursday type of person. Today's Thursday. But I love seeing how they first met, and I love like when Maya told her, like, you know, with us just being the two women here, we need to stick together. And I love when they would flash forward and see them sticking together. together. So I thought that was really cool. And just to see their relationship, because they have a very weird relationship. Yeah, It's like they love each other and they're great being friends but there's some weird like there's some weird tension going on between them almost like a frenemy situation like i love you but i hate you but i love you i'm competing with you and you kind of see that at the beginning as well so it's one of those things where it's like okay i'm interested to see 
where this friendship's gonna go because even the end of the season one we seen a little bit of the front of me thing going we on. We saw a lot of it in season one. <laughs> so... In season one we saw how they almost went after the same guy and they were fighting all the time and even now I feel like uh, Maya is a lot more transparent than Andy is. Yeah. Um, and I think that Andy has maybe a little bit of uh, selfish ways mm-hmm. but Maya always has her back. Yeah. Cause always. Because she, she even said in the flashback it's safety in numbers. Which, you know, I think is, is that whole girl power thing, yes. which I'm all about. Girl but power. I think that sometimes Maya needs to be on board 100 as well, right? Sometimes Maya needs to just fall back a little bit, like, just take it easy. Yeah. Um, and then we see in the opening uh, Ben taking Molly down. So he's rescuing, he's doing his job, and he's That's rescuing it. this young girl who kind of works for a jerk. And their interaction where... You know, he's trying to keep her talking, all of that. And then she goes into a respiratory failure. Um, that was so sad. It was so sad, man. First of all, I love Ben. I love and I love that he's a firefighter who used to be a doctor because I feel like he's a little bit more on it. Other, like, though the firefighters, they do get extensive training. I feel like because he is a surgeon and a doctor, yeah. he's a little bit more on it where he can tell. He can pick up cues when people are sick and down. And I love just seeing him trying to save this girl and... You know, just trying to help her because she's a really sweet girl and her working for this horrible person and she got trampled on. I'm yeah. like, hello. Yeah. Um, but I love that he was just trying to save her and then he quickly thought when she went out, like he stuck her in the, the chest with the needle. And that's why I love that he's a doctor who's a firefighter. Yeah, because he can do probably or diagnose yeah, more than. And it's hot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, we see that Ben kind of struggles in this episode as well. And my question to you is, you have a coworker, and Oof. you have someone that you don't know, and you have to only save one. How do you choose? I mean, it would be my coworker, but as a firefighter, I am saving the pedestrian only because... As firefighters, I think you're taught you're supposed to save all their lives because as a firefighter, I think you know going into this job, you may not come back. So I think as a firefighter, it's your obligation to save, like, not just the innocent. The public. The public. The not That's your really job. the firefighters because yeah. this is our job is to save the people. That's- so in that moment, as a firefighter, and the other firefighter tells me to save the public, I'm saving public, but just regular Joe Schmo, I'm going with the co-workers. And you know what? Talk about a hard job. I'm going to throw another layer in before I give my opinion. Okay, so your co-worker is 65, oh. and uh, the person that you don't know is eight. Oh, my God. That's horrible. I'm <laughs> Okay. Do you still go with the coworker? I'm going with the coworker. Wow. I mean, that's good. That's loyalty. You know what? Because it's loyalty. Because at the end of the day, here's the thing: age to me doesn't matter. They both have families that are going to be waiting for them on the other side. No pun intended. And it's one of those things where it's like, I would just be like, "Yo," to the eight year old, like, "Bro, (laughs) run your ass down those steps as fast as you can." You're eight. <laughs> no, that's a that's a tough. That's tough. I'm kidding, it but tough. that's a very tough thing to be in that situation. That's why I give it to firefighters and people who have to save lives and first responders and people who try to just save people's lives because that's tough to make that decision. Like, do I go with this person? Do I? But as a firefighter, it's like you got to save the public. You have to save the public, and that's your job. And I think that as Ben struggled with that, he also knew that he was a professional. Yeah, and coming from being. 
a doctor to a firefighter, he knew that innocent life, that's that's who you save. Yeah. You all signed up for the job and you know that like you said, you may not come back every day, you don't know, exactly. but you're going to serve and protect and and That's if a firefighter left an eight year old there, come on, to save their goddamn another <laughs> She's firefighter. She's feeling still now with the eight year old. <laughs> if, if I found a, a firefighter left a child there to save a goddamn another firefighter, <laughs> I would raise up. But no, it's true though. Like, as a firefighter, you know what you're doing. You have to save the innocent. You do. You really, really do. Uh, let's move on to Vic and Travis. Oh, man. So, in the flashbacks, we see that they. They started kind of at the same time. Like, yeah. Travis was there maybe uh, a year or so, a year and a half uh, before her. And uh, you see them interact, acting, and you start to see Vic's, I want to say strong personality. Yeah. But strong in a way where maybe she puts her foot in her mouth a little too <sighs> often. Like, maybe she's, I don't know if you can be too direct, but maybe she's too direct. But she is talking about, um, like, being there and, like, being pushy, pushy, pushy. And he's like, you know what? Like, slow your roll. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. You don't know the situation. You don't know that my husband just died two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, he threw it out there. And you could see that, that if that was a year and a half ago, she's gotten progressively w- worse. Yeah. You know? Um, so <laughs> what did you think of that flashback? Um yeah, it was only a year and a half ago, and to see how she's progressed, I feel like she's gotten a little bit worse, where the thing about Vic, like, she goes off of emotion. Mm-hmm. She doesn't think before she speaks where her job has been jeopardized, her friendships have been jeopardized, relationships, and it's like, girl, calm down. Yep. You're a firefighter. Like, you're getting emotional. You need to take the emotion out of it and be logical. Yep. And I don't know if it's because of her scare that happened when she got super freaked out that it got heightened. But I love to see that she was working with Travis, and Travis was the one that was like, all right, you need to relax. Yeah. You know, because she put her foot in her mouth at least 20 times with him. Yeah. But she was also able to help him get over his fear and, like, going into the hospital. Yeah. But I I do think that she needs to... She's a calm down. Yeah, she needs to be more professional because we saw in season one, and it was even at, even before Scare where she went off on the chief. So mm-hmm. she went off on Chief Ripley, and then we see her again in in this episode going all the way off on him. On her damn chief, saying, yeah, saying that he would have left all of them um, in the fire, and she had to go back and basically make sure her team and her family was okay. She and needs t- therapy, and he, right? And he tried to explain to her like, "I'm the chief." I, I have to make those hard calls. And obviously, I didn't want to leave them all in there, but the building was about to collapse. Right. So. Like, if I if I told everyone to go get you guys, then that's more dead people that's on my hands. exactly hand. it. And that's the same thing she did with Ben, and I just think she's so emotional. She just... I just want her to calm down a little bit and to be a little bit more logical. Yeah, because, I mean, he did say... So this is the second time that she went off on the chief. Mm-hmm. There's going to be no third time. He said, you're basically, fired, you're bro. fired if you ever talk to me like that again, which... You know, I feel like, I she feel like she's about to do for real. For she real, needs a real. drink or she's a drink sex of or something. I don't know. Well, you know, on we her... still know that there's Ben. There's a Ben chemistry a ben thing, thing going, going on. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean and Mill, Dean and Jack. Oh. So in their flashbacks, we see that they were recruits together and they were studying together. Um, but what was what I loved about seeing those two is that they you could tell that they have like a bickering relationship, mm-hmm. but it's all love. Um, and so 
when Dean went back to find Jack, because that's his person, I was like, oh, see, just like on Grey's, you have that person that's your person. Yeah. And Jack's his person, and there was no way. He was going to defy a direct order, and he was going to go save his friend. And I was like, oh, I'm so warm inside. It was so cute. He definitely snuck back inside without the chief knowing. And I just love their bromance together. Yeah. And I love seeing how they started together. And I love when they, you know... When Jack finally comes out the building, he's like, don't ever... Like, I felt like they were in a relationship. Yeah. It's like, bro, don't ever do that again. I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah, and which is what we saw throughout <laughs> the flashbacks, like how they fought and they got called kind of into the principal's office, mm-hmm. which was, you know, the captain's office, office where we first meet um, the new captain. Ooh. And, you know, oh, everything in the show always has, like, a reason, always. right? So I was like, ooh, that's a cute... We know we know who that is, and we'll talk about right. it a little bit in news and like, gossip. Why are, they show, but, why are they showing him? But like, for? why is he here? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I thought he was going to pop up and start running in the building, but I'm like, why are they showing him? Right. And you know what? Speaking of like this show and great shows, let's talk a little bit about our network. Yes. Uh, shout out to the fans. We love and appreciate you guys. Um, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows from dramas like this one. This one is really emotional. Uh, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But guys, we really need your help. We're very humble here. We, we love you guys. Uh, we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. And Lord, I love an option. Uh, so hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments, and we will be sure to thank you guys on air and give you guys a fan shout-out. And thank you guys for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. I love that. And you know what, guys? We are now on Spotify. So if Spotify is your jam, you can take us with you on your commute. You can listen to us at home. But we are all on Spotify. So we're excited about that as well. Holla. Let's talk about uh, Montgomery a little bit more. So his injury just was so (laughs) hurtful. I'm like, is that in the heart? Like, what? First of all, Travis is so cute. Like, with, I can't stand looking at him with all those damn freckles. And, yeah. But that damn injury, and he was bleeding out, and to have to be pulled down the steps like that with mm-hmm. that thing in his chest. Yeah, just going deeper and deeper oh, in. That's how gosh. I imagined it. But how loved is he where uh, everyone wanted to come back and save him? Yeah. Right? Especially Vic. Um, and then we even we see his boyfriend, Grant, show up at the hospital. Cutie pie. And he's like, I don't know if he would really want me here because we remember from season one, they kind of put the brakes on to Mm -hmm. slow down. But I feel like you can't slow down love. Like you guys love each other and you want to be together and tragedies bring people closer. Yeah. So of course you're going to show up at the, at the hospital and support your man. Oh, I thought that was really sweet. And I love seeing him back because I was like, oh, great. He's back for season two. We're going to see more development like from their relationship. And I think what Travis like, and usually when someone loses someone, I think they're scared to jump back in because they think that they're going to lose a part of their other person. And it's like, no, you won't. You just, your other person would want you to move on. And I think it's the best thing. So I love seeing them together. I love seeing them together. And guys, we have a special, special surprise for you that we'll talk about in news and gossip as well. Um, 
Let's talk about Vic and Ben and their interaction on uh, this episode. So we already know that Vic is on one. Yeah. Um, and we know that she's blaming Ben for everything, for Montgomery getting injured, for leaving him because they're supposed to be always in teams of two, for Montgomery almost dying. And she literally, like, uh, shoulder checks him and... This is him, like, so hard that I was like, wait, you've gone all the way off. Because, girl, if it was me and you did all of that, I would have cussed her ass out. I would have had to. Because it's one of those things, it's like, well, what did you think I was doing? Twiddling my fingers? No, I was being a firefighter. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to save someone's life. And it just upset me because Molly's mother's sitting right there and you're just talking reckless and I get that you're in your feelings. I love Travis, too. But I have to save a pedestrian. Like, yeah. and Travis told me to save her. Yeah. What do you want from me? Like, yeah. and if I got Molly downstairs, I would have ran upstairs. That just pissed me off. Yeah. And I'm like, will someone check this girl? Yeah, like, so should I have not done my job? And like you said, Molly's mom is sitting right there hearing how he had to make a choice and he chose her daughter over his coworker. And how bad does that make her feel too? But like also grateful yeah you know and this girl's like going off like oh you shouldn't have saved the girl that makes her feel terrible girl horrible yeah and then okay so i was kind of trying to leave this to the end but i'm (laughs) going to talk about it so dear stacy you had me all in my emotions and then you talked you did flashbacks which i got and you said you know a year and a half Mm -hmm. earlier you said graduation you said recruits so I was following it in the lower thirds. I was following you. And then like three to four minutes into the ending, all of a sudden, Montgomery's <laughs> walking up to the station house. Jack's coming out of the station I house. Was Captain Pruitt is showing up with the chief Ripley. I was like, was, is this the next day? I was so confused. Did he have... Did I, he have, like, some super surgery that healed him overnight? Because like, according to Ben, he was either going to die on that table or he, be completely fine. But we, were, we weren't given a time. We weren't given a time, nor were we given, like, any updates. It was just, boom, everyone's good. I'm like, Wait. okay, I'm like, Captain's okay. He was just, he had tubes down his throat. Um, Jack can breathe well. Okay, he's back to being a firefighter. Uh, Montgomery's, he just had a... Um, glass in his chest. So that kind of threw me off. It all the way off. (laughs) I had to rewind it and see if I I blinked and missed that they had fast forward two months, three months. I don't even know what the time frame is because... That messed me up. Right. So are we... I don't know, guys. If you guys know, let me know. But is it like a month later? Two months later? A year later? (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? I was not happy with that. I was Very confusing. I was already sad and crying. And then I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, did I blink and miss it? We both were so confused. We're like, wait, what the hell is Travis doing? Yeah. And what? He looks great. (laughs) He looks amazing. He's so hot. No pun intended. Anyways, I had to get that out because it was very confusing. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Captain Pruitt and Ryan and Andy and their relationship and how we saw in... In the flashbacks that Ryan was really a screw up. Yeah. (laughs) um, And really not supportive of Andy and her dreams and her ambitions. And I know that that probably came from a place of fear and of losing her. Um, But we do find out in this interaction as well that Captain Pruitt... And in the last three minutes, is doing better. <laughs> and he was halfway through his treatments into remission. Wow. Right? So we find that out in their interaction. But we also find out that 
Andy and Ryan are almost in this weird dysfunctional relationship. And I say dysfunctional because they've grown up together. They've been partners and they've been together, but they don't know each other. It's like they don't know each other's personalities. And I caught that when he he was in jail and he was saying to the captain, like, please don't tell Andy. Um, And then hot wiring and the flashbacks. And then we fast forward and he always feels like he has to protect her. Yeah. But she's a strong woman who's, like, badass. Like, do you not know her? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I'm like, first of all, I want, I'm like, was he bad before he became a cop? Or is this during his whole, like, did they give him a chance after they seen his record? Or what's going on? And second, that is the thing. That's probably why she broke up with him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he's the type of guy that, though he has a strong, independent woman, he's always trying to, like, maybe hold her, not purposely, but hold her back a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And I think she kind of forgot that when like they got back into their little honeymoon phase again and I think she's starting to realize that like you don't always have to protect me I'm good yeah. you can tell me these things yeah. and I think now it's coming back to her and she's like oh this is probably why we broke up because you keep trying to hold me back and I don't need you or my dad or Jack or anyone to hold me back yeah. I'm badass I'm popping out yeah, in the streets exactly. like, I'm saving people Yeah, <laughs> king down doors I was almost close to being captain for real <laughs> um, but I think he does realize it because he says to her that pattern of us going back to each other needs to stop soon mm. um, and then I was like okay so I'm remembering from season one how she was torn between the two guys Ryan and Jack and you see automatically in this episode that she knows like that chemistry with Jack is still there. And when she's like, Oh, you're looking at me weird. Yeah. He's <laughs> looking at you weird. Cause he loves you and you just saved his life. So it's waiting for them the to down. make out. Right. And, and like kiss her. They're going to. Okay. Good. Of course they are. Cause I felt the heat coming from those two. Yeah. Because they are meant to be, but their egos got in the way last season, I think. And they were both going for the same position and she, you know, she was wishy-washy last year. Yeah, she was. Like, last season, she was like, oh, I want you. No, I want you. No, I don't want anybody. Oh, no, but I want you, but I want... Okay, Mm-mm. you know what? Sounds like me. Pull it all the way back <laughs> in. Put it all the way back in. Um, I learned a new word here that I'm going to probably talk about again next next week. But the past device. So... That's the sound you don't forget. So mm. it's that beeping sound when one of the firefighters are down. And that sound is the sound that brought Andy to Jack. And that's how she found him. And she took off her helmet. She's like listening to it. And I thought, oh, see, there's so much we don't know that firefighters know. pay attention to. And in moments of chaos, they have to be so calm and professional yeah. and remember all of, all of their training and I just think that that's amazing. I, every time I see uh, this morning I actually seen a fire truck and it's like you like tip your hat off to them because firefighters do a lot and they have to remember a lot while being calm <laughs> like fighting fires saying, uh, saving lives and remembering something like the, the beeping thing. Yeah. So I'm like wow shout out to all the firefighters. Yeah right. Oh. Um, and they're and all then- hot too so and then at the very end of this episode, we are introduced to a new captain. Mm. And uh, as we know, it's Boris Kudrow. And Who's also uh, very hot. I mean, are there any non-attractive people <laughs> on this goddamn show? No. They're all hot. <laughs> They're all hot. Um, and he's kind of like a ball buster. Mm. Like a, a, he came across as a rules guy. Uh, not very nice. 
I'm going to kind of reel you guys all the way in. He's going to be a problem this season. And for that team, who's like a family... Yeah, it's gonna be it a should big be, problem. Should be interesting to see where that all goes. Also, it's gonna be interesting because you know he was um, the lieutenant when Dean and Jack were coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see that as well and see how this is gonna play. But right, and he didn't like them back at then all. Either. So he's like, I don't care. He's like, what's a breakfast? I don't yeah. care about your French toast. Like that's why yeah. he looked at Andy like, yeah. girl, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah, he did say that, and he did even the flashbacks when. He was mispronouncing uh, Jack's name. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> like, on his phone, like, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Thank and, you. And then when he walked up and they were like, oh, we're going to introduce you, he's like, named later. <laughs> I was like, great. You, Happy he, that. Names I'm not... later. You're, this is your team. You Bruh. don't want to know them? And I feel like the chief did that on purpose. Why do you, is that in predictions? Or is I'm going to save like... that for predictions. Okay. Yep. All right, that chief. <laughs> um, let's go on to some news and gossip. So for the first uh, news and gossip we have here, um, I wanted to talk about ABC President Ch- Channing Dungy. Mm. Um, at the upfronts this year, he hinted this season will have various crossovers between the 8 and 9 o'clock hour which is Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. Nice. And we find out that uh, next week, the 11th, is going to be the first crossover event. Nice. But it's not going to be the only one. So how exciting is that, that we're going to be able to piggyback between Station 19 and Grey's? So if you guys haven't caught up on Grey's, you really, really need to be up, up to date so that you can follow along. Very nice. That's um, exciting. It's really exciting because, you know, I like both shows. Anything, Shonda? Um, up here we have... Uh, Dermot Mulrooney, and he's joining season two for a story arc. So it should be interesting. I don't. He's going to actually play, if I remember correctly, Montgomery's father. Ah, oh, I love him. Yeah. So should be interesting to find out what happens. I also next. feel very old because I'm. I'm like, let me look up Dermot because I'm trying to remember the show that he used to be on. Ah, uh, yeah. He's very familiar looking. Hmm. I'm going to um, do some research. Next really up quick. here, we have the writer's room, and they posted this on Instagram. I think it's so great because, as a writer myself as well, it's like, have that creative process. Of course, you're going to be like excited that the new season's out and to see what you've created on paper come on screen. So I just thought it was fun. They look like a big little family there. Yes. Sorry. Dermot was on Friends and My Best Friend's Wedding. Is that where it's from? Yeah, he played her best friend from my best friend's wedding. Uh, I just feel really old. Sorry. He's also most recently on New Girl. Ah, New Girl. New that's girl. where I know him from. He, he was the dad. I'm whack. I'm like, best friend's wedding <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> um, here we see from their Instagram post that we see um, Andy and Meredith in one of the crossover events. We don't nice. know which one, but they are at Grey's Anatomy. And... I just love, I love that this is happening. I just love it. I love a crossover. And how awesome is it, like, when you're someone like a Stacey or a Shonda, when you can just get all your employees together. Yeah. Put a little, when, um, oh God, what's the show? Scandal was happening, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Throwing some grades and some Station 19, and- Doctors and Firefighters. Super easy. Yeah. It's your show. Yep. You do whatever you want. And I love that, you know, the fire station is supposed to be just down the street from, yeah. from Grace. So we're like three I'm, minutes out. I'm yeah, excited that ABC's doing that. Yeah, I think it was, it's a good look. Uh, I love this picture. It reminds me of Charlie's Angels. Aww. It reminds me of hashtag girl power. It reminds me of like 
go team go. <laughs> and they're all so beautiful and they're all so different, but that's their tribe. And, yeah. and, um, word on the street is that that's their tribe outside of their really? job too. Like they're all really, really, really cl- close. They're beautiful. Um, we did have one other one, Boris. I want to talk about Boris Cujo. Uh, he's actually going to be recurring this entire season too. Uh-oh. So it's going to be a problem. That this guy season. is going to be. He's here for the long haul. He's hot. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's hot on this hot ass fire show. Really, it, true story. <laughs> true story. Um, let's move on to some fire facts. So, guys, if you haven't seen our show before, if you weren't with us last season, uh, every episode, we like to go and learn a little bit about fires, about firefighters, and we go through some fire facts so that you have a little bit of knowledge in your back pocket. So, the first fire fact is U.S. Fire Department responds to an average of one one home fire every 86 seconds stop so we've been here for you know Sheesh. 40 minutes yeah you do the math that's insane right? it's scary scary and i feel like there needs to be more firefighters like more people need to apply uh, yeah but i don't think it's easy to be a firefighter it's not. i think that you have to train and train and train and train and train and know your, your business and we even see it on the show right with the recruits and yeah what they've gone through and ben Oof. what he had to go through and ben was already a doctor yeah man shout out to the okay that's tough um so i have a question for you you mm-hmm. ready yes what do you think the leading cause of home fires is is it a no fire alarms B, cooking, or C, smoking? Ooh, I'm going to say B, cooking. Ding, 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 ding. Is there a ding, 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 ding we have? (laughs) She is correct. So up until uh, most recently, the last five years, smoking was the number one cause. Wow. Uh, I think that probably people are getting healthier and there's more stigma Mm -hmm. and I guess you can't smoke as much everywhere, but smoking is bumped down to two, and cooking is number one. Wow. And pe- I can believe that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've caused a few myself. Have you really? <laughs> I have. Fires? Not fires, but, like, smoke where it was super close, because I have, like, ADHD, and I, like, walk away from uh, cooking, and, which isn't really safe, and sometimes when the smoke goes off, so I can see, or if people leave sometimes, like, their towels on the stove, yeah. and people do a lot when they're cooking. Yeah, that's it, true. It's scary. That's true. That's why I don't cook. Um, Thanksgiving is the peak day for home cooking fires, followed by the day before Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Wow. Because it's a lot of cooking, a lot of, like, baking, a lot of oven, turkeys. And especially for Thanksgiving, like, you're cooking for a few days before Christmas, Mm -hmm. same thing, and Easter. And people are, like, burning down houses. And I'm like, you guys should just order a caterer and... Go out to eat. That or pay attention to what you're doing. I think like what you said, uh, when you're multitasking and you're trying to get everything together and then maybe you greet a guest that has arrived (laughs) or you're setting the table or whatever and you put down that cloth or you forget that the gravy's in the the stew, the stove, and it starts to burn. So just pay attention, guys, and also make sure that uh, your smoke alarms have batteries Mm -hmm. in it that are working. Yes. I also believe on, like, one of the first seasons of Grey's that they talked about how Thanksgiving was also, I think, one of the biggest injury days in general. Yes. I can see that as well. Cutting off fingers. (laughs) All, All of that. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. This my birthday's up. by Thanksgiving, so this is why I don't cook, because I'm trying not to be injured around my birthday. 
Oh, so, so it's tragic. Um, so, guys, yeah, those are our fire facts. Yes. Let's move on to some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, what predictions do you have? I'm predicting that our new little captain, fine, Boris Kudrow, like, I feel like he is going to be a problem, but I also feel like him and Vic, because I feel like they're both the same people, somewhere down the line, because I feel like they both need it, are probably going to hook up. Mm. Like, I feel like they're going to go, and I think the chief purposely put him in there, because he realizes that Station 19 is a place, like, they're very loyal and their family, but I think the chief realizes, like, they make decisions, like, not logically and not, like, the right way, and I think he's like, I need someone in there to bust their balls. So I, that's why I feel like when he showed up with him, it was one of those, like, yeah, I got you guys now. Um, but I do, think, I do feel like the new captain will be hooking up with maybe Vic, and I do think we're gonna see maybe a Ben and a Vic thing, like we were thinking about season one, and I was like, he better not. I feel like that might come along, and I would love to see more of Travis and his boyfriend storyline and also Andy get it together who is it Jack Ryan <laughs> and I think her and Maya are going to definitely be fighting more I like those predictions <laughs> um, okay so I think that Andy is going to clash with the new chief 100 and I think it's going to cause problems for her in the firehouse I think that uh, Andy and Jack are going to get back together and almost form an alliance against the new chief to try to get him out because they were both in that, like, running for that position. And now they have an outsider that comes in that already looks like he's not going to fit into the family. Um, I think that Ben, the new chief, and Vic are going to have a... Like a a triangle. triangle. Oh, oh, I like this one. Mm -hmm. And... She's going to pick the chief because Ben is married, and then that is going to be a problem, which we now know there's going to be crossover with Grays. You guys oh, following me? So oh. it's going to be a problem with Miranda and Ben and Vic and the new chief. So Uh-oh. it's like a three, it's a triangle, but then there's like that extra point. It's getting spicy. And, you know, Miranda, you, you don't You're not around. playing with Miranda. Not, not at all. Uh, I do think we're going to see more of Travis and Grant. And uh, I tease this a little bit, guys, but we are going to have Grant on our show. So make sure that you continue to watch because he is the cutest boyfriend and we're super excited to be having him on shortly. He's so cute. He is so cute. Um, And then I think that uh, with Maya and Andy, there's also going to be some tension there. Yep. And as we saw a little bit in... In season one, it's going to continue on in in season two, and I think that this is where we're going to start to see some cracks in their girl power, I got your back friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's happening with Captain Pruitt, but we do know that he is in remission. I don't know how hands-on he's going to be with this new captain and showing him the ropes and all of that, but I do think that his plan to basically bring law and order and some rules to Station 19 is going to backfire, and it's going to backfire not only with his relationship with his daughter, but his relationship with his whole team. Wow, that's good. Yeah, I think that that's I will say all that because this show is so emotional. Like, Stacey, they take us on this ride where they stab you right in the heart. No pun intended to Travis. Sorry. But I feel all of that because we're going to go on a high, there's going to be a low and another high. So those are really good predictions. 
Guys, what do you think? Definitely let us know in the comments. We love hearing from you. I think that we've covered everything. Yeah, this is a really good show. It was. Um, Really good premiere. It was really emotional. Thanks, Stacey. I just want to note that my nails, for those who can't see, yes. has flames on it. Paying homage to Station 19. I love it. <laughs> I noticed them earlier. I was like, oh, fire. Fire has been, even though the show went off for season one, yes. I've been feeling the flames, feeling the fire, and I had to get my nails like this, I and I it. thought of Station 19, so I did. But no, this was a really good premiere episode, so I'm really excited to see this season, because mm-hmm. last season, you and I were, like, crying and laughing. Yes, and, and laughing and crying. So we know Shonda Land and Stacey, they're going to take us for a ride. Listen, dear Stacey, <laughs> you had me all in my feelings already in episode one. I do have questions about the last three minutes, mm. and I'm going to need you to clarify the time frame as we move on with our after show. Thank you. So, thank you. <laughs> I love you. I love this show. And guys, if you want to continue the discussion with us, please hit me up. I'm Linda Antwi. All across social media, you can find me at Linda So Girly. And you guys can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. Bye for now, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 